We're on it, baby. Here we go. Here we go. Me and Shayhan. Are we back? Are we on? We're on are we live? Right Whoa. Are we live? Can you believe it? We are. Uh, we're laughing, folks. It's been a funny little pre-funk this morning, <laughs> and we'll tell you all about it. But first, how are you guys doing out there? It's uh, it's two misfits and a carpenter back at you. You know, the more we hang out together, the more we, we hate each other. We're just <laughs> no. we're a couple of misfits. We really no. are. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, but anyways, guys, I hope all is well. Um, what is new, Shane? What's going on in your life? What's um, going on in my life? I was encouraged and reminded by a fellow brother in Christ this week, but this wasn't even in pregame, which I needed to be reminded as I was plotting evil <laughs> against an insurance company. Oh. Um, but, um, anyway, it has to do with my kid's accident. Uh, these guys are, you know pulling their stuff by the way if if this if you <laughs> know go. that do do the right thing insurance companies <clears throat> don't don't make everybody spend a lot of money for you to do the very right there's a reason why our premium is going up you need to repent farm burrow and gilbert <laughs> okay um but anyway uh, here we so go anyway, Sean's I, I on off. one baby buddy of mine mike nelson who's one of our guest speakers who happens to be my insurance agent as i'm questioning why, what he's doing for a living and what a terrible industry he's like dude you have a covenant in christ relax i'm like you know what thanks for a reminder bro you know sometimes you need that yeah. sometimes a little smack that. see see yeah well it's we, not we were, all you know that well, was a loving grace too you know <laughs> well we were talking a little bit about our uh just our weeks you know shahan went to a new church checked some new things out you know i've been i'm always doing that church circuit too and so today in the midst of chatting about that, we were like, you know what? Why don't we why don't we break that down a little bit? This, yeah. this church thing, you know, and and you know what's uh, you know maybe there's a a thought out there that we bag on churches a little bit, which sometimes we do, I guess you could say. But we are not obviously against church in any way, shape, or form. No, not even a little bit. We are a hundred percent for it. What we're against is churches, kind of um, well, maybe. Not preaching the gospel. There you go. Not um, preaching the gospel. Maybe yeah. just getting, you know, just utilizing the what they are in a in a way that's not biblical. not biblical. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, when we when we talk about this stuff, and again, I know we we rant about some of these things, but so many people have the interpretation that church is what's needed to happen for you to have a relationship with God. You know, you got to go on Sundays, you've got to tithe, you've got to be present, you've got to go on Wednesdays, you've got to be part of this community. And if not, then then obviously you cannot have a good relationship with God. Well, there's, I wouldn't say truth in that, but that's that's not the truth of, of you know. It's, it's not the whole, it's not. Exactly. It's, I, I, I Look, I love the church, I'm in the church, I'm part of the church. My Lord and Savior is head of the church, and he died for the church. So I'm pro-church. What I'm not pro is not hearing Christ for you, not hearing the gospel, uh, and hearing something that equates to just uh, do more, try harder, but it takes you farther away from Christ. That I'm against. We need to hear about the absolution of sin. So, Craig, let me ask you a question. Because I went to a new church, not that I left the church that I'm currently going, but my daughter uh, lives in, kind of in South Scottsdale. So she's quite a ways from our church, and quite, and she heard of a church called Pella, which is in Glendale, like right downtown Glendale. A lot of younger people, which is important, you know, as my kid's 24. Um, 
And, you know, she's looking for other Christian people her age and her community, right? Which is important. And so we heard that. A lot of GCU kids um, go there. A lot of uh, young professionals who used to go to GCU. And so we went and checked it out. He did a a really good job on a... uh, He's in Matthew, but he took a break uh, and was talking about liturgy, uh, what we do in church, why we do it historically, all those things. Did a really good job. Uh, We enjoyed it. She wants to go back, which I'm thankful for because I want her to find community. Um, So anyway, yeah. What was the question? I don't know. What was the question? Oh, yeah. So how how do you pick a church? How do you pick a church? I mean, okay, look, uh, I just got the gospel. I I believe uh, I'm a Christian. I don't know anything. Uh, So where do I go to church? How how do we pick a church? That is a great, great question. And, And to reiterate where you were talking about, Sean, like for me, it's just I I was manipulated a lot in church. I was I was kind of forced down a, a, a different road based on just um, people kind of trying to, I guess, maybe dictate how you run your life, what you do, what you don't do. And again, that performance element in it. And it messed me up for a while. Right. I mean, it, it took me down a, you know, it was hard to to jump out of that and really figure out what what this whole thing was about. And so again, the what this podcast is for and what we really, uh, you know, we started it in the first place was to talk to people who had gone through church in the wrong way. And to be honest with you, I, I, I don't think we're doing conventional church today in the right way. I mean, check out your Instagram feeds, check out the, the popular churches, check out the popular pastors, check out kind of the whole rock and roll star kind of, you know, how these things are, are, you know, what, what's happening in today's world. And, and that's what we're passionate about is, hey, you know, like, like Sean said, if, you, if you're just becoming a believer and you're just starting to get passionate about this and then you go and you jump into a church, well, you can, if you're not very familiar with the Bible, you can very easily get steered down a road right. that's just, it's going to make you end up feeling worse and worse about yourself. And it's further and further away from, from God. Right. And we've done that. We've we've yes. experienced that. We've had that happen in our lives, and we're passionate. So yeah, that question: How do I find a good church? That, it's difficult because what, what's the criteria, right? I mean, we'll turn around and people say, um, "Where do you go to church?" Well, I'm I'm, you know, either I'm going to church or I'm I'm kind of looking. You got to go to this church. Why? Well, you know, you listen to this guy. Listen to him. He's really good. He's really good. He's really good. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. Well, what happens is, and there's a reason why we have all these issues in American church right now, is we get a lot of flamboyant speakers. We get a lot of different things where people, you know, we have coffee bars. We have all these things. We, we have more programs for people in, in a church and a staff of 250 that is trying to appeal and trying to. One of the things I think is really important is liturgy. Okay, and liturgy isn't, it's, it's what are, what, how do you do a church service and why? What is the historical, the historical church, how have they done things? Um, and each one's a little bit different based on your denominations and how you see the sacraments for the most part. Um, so I think that's really important. A, yeah. As a young Christian, uh, somebody that's even an older Christian, I think if you're moving to a new area or you're trying to 
identify a church, what is important to you? Is it the music? Is it the carpet? Is it the building? Is it, or is it, am I going to hear the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ? How, do, how does your church feel about sacraments? How do you feel about sacraments? Have you taken a look and listened to more than one voice on what the sacraments are and what they do? Or is it you're going here because, well, I had a friend of mine, this is where I got saved, and this is what they're saying. Are you checking to see if these things are, are true? Totally. And I think that's part of the problem we've run into. We are ended up following a preacher instead of Christ. And yeah. whatever teaching or theological doctrine that they have, which it may be an error, we're not checking because we're so enamored with the person that's given us the message. Totally. And I think if... If for you out there listening, you know, wherever you grew up, wherever your parents took you, wherever, you know, it was, whether you were Catholic, whether you were Mormon, whether you were, you know, Protestant, whatever the case is, typically those values are going to have, you know, they're going to be kind of embedded in your mind as that's the way to God. You know, let's say you're Catholic, then, you know, when taught, when Sean's talking about the sacraments, which, you know, is obviously when you're taking communion, what that looks like to you is completely different than what it looks like to somebody that's just raised in a conventional Christian church. Um, because again, what, what the teachings are. So how do we break this down? Well, we, we have to use the Bible, people. We have to use the Bible as our reference when it comes to this. And that means you're going to have to study a little bit. You're going to have to read a little bit. You're going to have to take some time and, and check things. If you're going to go into a place and listen to somebody up there preach, well, then you have to take the time to go in and see if that's real, to see what, what, what he's talking about and, and things like that. And that's where, you know, again, choosing the church, like Sean said, the, the biggest, biggest thing, and here's a spoiler alert for you, the one thing that you need to have in that church is the gospel. The gospel is crucial because, again, it's letting you know that the race has already been won. And that somebody already wanted his name's Jesus. And again, you don't have to work and work and work to get to that. For some reason, I was part of a church for almost 10 years and I didn't know what the gospel was. Can you believe that? I yeah. mean, 10 years of going Sundays and Wednesdays and all the time and the gospel was for. And I remember a guy came in as a guest preacher about eight years deep into this thing. And I was, you know, my chest was puffed high and I was working my you know, my, as hard as I could possibly work to be right with God, which meant sin management. And this guy came in and these people didn't really know what he was going to preach on. He was from a different church and he came in and he preached on grace. And I remember listening and I just like, I looked at the guy next to me and I go, well, what the heck is this guy talking about? Yeah. Like it was so completely foreign and it's this thing that actually needed to be talked about constantly. So that's the one thing that you want to check. But, you know, here's an example. Like, I went to a, a very Catholic church a few weeks back. Um, I wanted to see the experience that, that that was from, you know, from my childhood. And I went in, and, and the whole hour and a half was all about preparation of the sacrament. It was all in preparation to turn the 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 bread and the juice actually turned it into blood and wine or in excuse me in flesh so literally it was all these people that were were waiting and waiting and waiting as you know the the smoke 
was going and the robes and the guys and they went in the back room where nobody can go which is the holiest of holies and then came back out and came forward and songs and everything else and i'm thinking nothing is being taught at all this is just a ceremony. worship yeah. ceremony to yeah to get the to the sacrament ready and mm -hmm. then finally when the sacrament was ready everybody lined up and they went and took it and they were forgiven of their sins that was yeah. the whole service well then Scratch that, I went to a, one of the most hip live churches in Scottsdale called Impact Church. Crazy. I rolled into that, and they have golf carts of people being shuttled in because there's zero parking. There's no parking. You have to park about a mile away, and golf carts are bringing you to service. I rolled in. I've got donuts. There's free donuts, free coffee, free everything that you can. I mean, it looks like a straight-up donut shop. People <laughs> are lined up to get donuts. I go in. <laughs> The music is booming. I mean, it's like going to a concert concert. I mean, it's crazy, like, and good. I liked it. But then the guy starts preaching, and here's his message. And he gets up there. He's got his, you know, sneakers on the whole bit, which is great, whatever, and starts rolling. He goes, listen, you people. I mean, if you don't start bringing somebody else with you to church, don't show up at all. You know, I'm getting tired of this, folks. I see the same faces every single day. You guys are in here every single day, and you never bring anybody with you. Like, I tell you what, next Sunday, if you don't bring anybody with you, stay at home. And that was the whole premise of the message. So yeah. we go, so <clears throat> holy cow, we've yeah. we got this huge. Well, I, doctrine counts, right? I mean, doc, doctrine matters. And um, when we make, make it about the church, us, as opposed to the Christ, uh, we're off message because it affects everything that's going to happen. We are in a very um, seeker-friendly church. This is why this message can't be sold. It's free. And we, we, when we try to monetize it, we, we run into a lot of problems. Um, one of the things I think that's very important about a church is they understand, uh, they understand, Doctrine is very important, the deity of Christ. Um, that's why the creed's so important. And, and I, I like reciting the creed because it reminders, here's what we believe. We believe, you know, sure. born of a, or of a virgin birth, um, died, died on the cross, rose after three days. These are all things that are doctrinally sound in its church history. So we've gotten into a point and you know Paul's had to had to speak about those things with the Corinthians the Galatians uh, we fall back in the law because we can control people that way and it keeps them coming back well no this is really it's really challenging well if it's challenging that's because it's the law challenge usually is wow that was really challenging which means you can't do it um, we need to we you need to hear the absolution of sins we need to know that we're a sinner we need to know that God has um, died for us and absolved our sins, and we need to know that we are forgiven, and we need to have means of grace. And we need to do those in a church history and biblically correct way. You know, I, I, don't, I, I see a lot of our non-dom, right, non-denominational churches out there. But a lot of them are, are just really, if you go to a Baptist church, a lot of them are like that. Now, they got better music than the old hymn kind of thing. I'm more like the, you know, they got the guitars and those type of things. So we have more Southern Baptists, and then we have Baptists, and then we have First Baptists, but then we have non-doms, and a lot of these people are, are, are Baptist backgrounds. So 
what we have a lot of times, not always, and this isn't an absolute statement because I've seen some really good churches, but we have a lot of mixture of the long gospel, which is what Paul was fighting in Galatians. And we end up distorting the gospel and making the Christian message about the Christian instead of about the Christ. Um, that's why we, we're so opposed to grace and where our focus is on sin very, very hard. Um, and it should be, uh, but we also don't hear very much about that we are righteous in Christ now based on what he's done for us on the cross. So I think if I'm looking for a church, I'm looking at doctrine. I mean, I, I've looked on the website, right? Somebody said, go to this church when we were searching for churches, and I'd read everything they have on there, mission statement, all these type of things. They even line up, and I was able to eliminate quite a few of them based on just their mission statement. Some of it's a little bit more fluffy, you know. Sure. Uh, but then you get into their doctrinal statement, and some of them have them, some of them don't. And you can eliminate pretty quick. Sure. Uh, because it's just not biblical. Um, I'm not looking for the perfect church because it doesn't exist uh, because it's full of sinners. And the guy that's in the pulpit, he's a sinner too. The guy that's playing the he's a sinner. We are sinners because that's all there is. What I'm looking for is the message of Jesus Christ for the sinner, absolution of sins. I think the sacraments are very important because they're for you. And if we misunderstand them, we can use them, uh, either discount them, or we can use them in a way that's not biblical. So those are all things I think you need to understand and, and understand what are the sacraments? What, what are they for? What's the historic version of this church-wise? It's very important to look at the history of the church, the early church, where we come from, where we're at. And that, by the way, is liturgy, right? That's how we run our service, right? Typically, non-doms, you walk in. And uh, got music, you play three or four songs, either have a meet and greet, and uh, then they have kind of uh, update what's going on, right? Here's what we're giving to, here's what's happening, next week we're doing that, last week we're doing, we did that. Uh, the youth group's going in three weeks, we need to raise money, need to raise money, need to raise money. Sure. Uh, building campaigns, and then they go back to a song, and then the preacher comes on, we have a prayer, and the sermon the application, and yeah. then we're out. And, and those oh, well, are... we do have tithing in there, too. Right. But that's typically how most of the services go. And I don't think there's, you know, anything. No, no, no. Yeah. no nothing wrong no. with that at no, all. I, think, just I mean, that I think it's, you know. I, I mean, there, there's people that do communion every Sunday. There's some that do it once right. every six months. Right. So what? How, what is the, what is the view of this in the historical church? What is it for? And if I'm looking for a church, I want to look what's important to my Lord and understand that correctly to be able to participate and have community with people that believe those things. But that's part of my responsibility. It's not just the guy that's sitting up there in the pulpit and telling us, here's how we do things and here's what we believe. Why? I want to know why. And be a Berean and, and search things because there's nothing more important than finding a community that is proper. Because you can get you can get off on some really wild things out there, and it can give you a distorted view of a Jesus that never existed. Well, that that's the that's the big thing right there. I mean, I think for anybody out there, again, I mean, whether you're whatever church that you're going to, again, if Jesus is the is the forefront of that 
congregation, then that's the most important thing. We're all on the same page with that because, you know, everybody likes what they like. I mean, everybody's not going to eat the same food today. Everybody's not going to go to the same place for lunch today. I mean, yes, there's different yeah, variety of what music, you, yeah, blah, 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 but, blah, yeah. But the thing is, is it boils down to where you're being led in that congregation and the the, the interpretation of, of, of Christ and what's being taught in that. And that's that's the big thing. I think where we can get into trouble is when we're guilted and shamed, whether it's through giving or whether it's through your attendance, whether it's guilted and shame via the lesson that you need to do more, do more, do more, be more, be more, be more. And when you leave that church, are you really feeling like we've talked about <clears throat> in the last few lessons, encouraged? Are you really feeling, wow, like I'm ready for the week? Now, a lot of people say, well, Craig, you, you know, it's not all about getting, you know, you're, you're not, it's, it's about going and giving, you know, and that's a very good point. You know, you yeah, do got to go they, to church and you got to, you know, Shahan's getting crazy over I here. Am, just, just man. hold on, just hold on, Shahan. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people will say that, like, you know, you need to go with the right heart and you do. I, I'm, I'm, I completely understand that. But what I'm talking about is when you're going into a place and the premises that you need to do, 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 when it comes to every aspect of it. Like, again, I, I told a story, I don't know how many podcasts ago, but I went into a church that I was attending. And again, they, they threw up three or actually it was four individuals on the screen, you know? And so I'm, I'm, I'm having one of my typical weeks, you know, I'm ready to go in and praise God, hopefully see some people I know and get encouraged and get back on track, you know, and I go in and this guy starts, you know, his fake crying and he says, these four people behind me are all going to lose their jobs next week. And everybody went, oh my gosh, what happened? Well, folks, it's because you were tithing It wasn't because down. of their sin. It was because of yours. Yep. You, yeah. unfortunately, have not been keeping up on your end of things and these people are now going to lose their jobs. Well, what, where does that come from, folks? When you're guilted and shamed into giving to a congregation, what does that, what, I mean, where does that come from? Well, Craig, we've got to expand. Yes, you're right. We do got to expand the church, but there's different ways of doing it. I'm in business. When I go into church and, I, and they've got better marketing criteria than I've ever had in any of the gyms that I've been a part of, I, I'm like, holy cow. When I go to this church, like I just spoke about earlier, and the gentleman's saying, don't show back up unless you bring a friend. Well, what does that in what does that mean? Well, that means that if he doesn't have more people showing up to his congregation who are new, then he's not going to make it. Yeah, so that, what it is, is it's on the golf carts. Yeah, gonna be exactly. Like I, that's not out of a heart of let's save more people. That's out of a heart of, hey, bring a friend or don't show up. I mean, when we're in churches like that, folks, when we're going and getting guilted and shamed and feeling horrible, then that's not from God. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about here. That we're not, you know, if you're part of a church now and you go and it's just performance, 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 and you listen to this podcast, you're like, man, I actually feel kind of encouraged after this. But every time I go to church, I feel like a pile. Well, guess what, folks? Then maybe you're, you need to start yeah. looking at some other things. And that's, Again, what we're passionate about is I talk to so many people who say, you know what? I don't go to church anymore. I go out into nature. I don't mm -hmm. go to church anymore. I go up on a mountain. Mm -hmm. I don't go to church anymore. And you know how many Christians look at them and say, well, oh my gosh, you're one of those guys, huh? Yeah, like you're going to get close out in nature to yeah. God. Like you're going to, like that's your church. I get it. So you don't, 
like you don't even understand the real mission behind this thing and this and this. It's like, no, actually, I'm so tired of you people telling me what I should and shouldn't be doing constantly that I'm not going to come to the stupid church anymore. I'm going to go out in nature because I do feel close to God at that point. And that's what we're getting as a group is either you're on one side of the fence or the other side of the fence. And wouldn't it be nice if we could just start finding more congregations that actually spoke the gospel? I really think, and I'm 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 of the thought and belief that if you narrow this down to Christ for you every Sunday. I mean, the job of, of, of the pastor is to equip the saints in what? The gospel of Jesus Christ. Why? So they can go and tell the good news to others. That's the job. We've ended up having all these different things that we have to do, and we need these people to do this, or all these things that we plan fall apart. Look, if you want people to show up, to your church, preach the gospel, preach Christ for you. Are we saying we, we shouldn't hear about sin? Oh, no, 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 no. We need the law to show us our need for a savior, but we cannot be left there. We have to be given the good news. And if you take a look at Romans, you take a look at how Paul, Paul lays out the gospel. It's always about the sin law, then what? The gospel, Jesus Christ, good news. Therefore, if that's true, here's what this looks like. People will show up to hear this because it's Christ for them. You don't need all those things. If you want to have them, that's fine. But when it becomes the focus in your budget issues, uh, you're off message. Just keep it simple, stupid. And I'm a firm believer that Christ will build his church, that Christ loves his church, and we are obligated to be able to share the good news. And I, I, I... just think that is what we need and that'll grow things. I, I understand that, you know, we need child care because the kids are crying. Bring them in. They're part of our family too. Let the kid cry then, okay? Put them, put them Jeez, in. Shan, oh, I mean, I'm sorry, on. man, but come I on. mean, I, I Shan's just... Shan's getting crazy today, I, well, folks. Well, I mean, bring them in. I'm just <laughs> oh, like, I'm, well, these kids are I'm crying. Like... They're disturbing our things. Disturbing. We're a family. I thought we were a community. And by the way, we do need community. I'm firm belief that, yes, you need to find a local community, a body of believers, because they will build you up. You're also going to be building them up. But what are we building them up in? Okay, are we building them up in dress codes? Are we we talking about the blood and the body for the believer? Are we going to build them up and remind them who they are, like Mike did with me this week in Christ? Or are we going to turn around and say, well, why don't you do this? Why aren't you doing this? Well, I don't know about that. I mean... We need to be turned to the cross. Our preachers are gifted to be able to equip us through the word of Christ. But please, please hear me when I tell you this. If you have a good preacher, awesome. But understand that he can't save you. The message of Christ will save you, and Christ does the saving. So we need to be very careful because we're little idol worshipers, right? I mean, we're designed to worship. Okay, we were designed to do that, and if it, if it's not Christ there, we'll end up putting that affection somewhere else. So, be a good Berean when you're checking out churches. Understand their church history, their doctrine, the gospel. Uh, if they're separating the law of gospel correctly, because then you get a distorted message. Where do they stand on the sacraments, baptism, the supper, those type of things? And yes, get involved. Yes, do those things if it's a calling of Christ to you. 
and not somebody guilting and shaming you into doing Amen. something. Amen. That's Check about it. the easiest way I can say it, I guess. Amen. And uh, try out the little church circuit. You know, I think it's healthy. You know, we talk about going to different places a lot. Um, I like to go to different places a lot because I wanna I wanna see what's what's going on. I wanna be a part of it. I wanna hear new songs. I wanna see new people. I wanna listen to what they're preaching. And don't be scared to go to a different kind of church every now and then. I mean, for me anyway, like I love to go to a you know a straight up like gospel style church versus then I'll go to a you know Catholic church. And yeah. I'll try, you know, a Protestant. I'll try what, I mean, I like to go and it just, you know, the other day I was just so impressed by the the paintings on the wall of this Catholic church were just unbelievable. And as I was sitting there and I was going through and looking at all the different stuff that had been done to this church, I don't, just by going in there doesn't necessarily mean that I'm, you know, I have to go alongside all the beliefs, but. But just like Jesus said with, to the disciples, you know, the disciples all said, oh, my gosh, those guys over there, they're not part of us. And Jesus stopped them and said, hey, if they're talking about me, then, yeah. that's, then, then leave them be. If, if they're for us, the they're not against exactly. us. And now, I'm, I'm and a firm have... believer, and I'm, I'm a hound for the gospel. I'm looking to hear the gospel every Sunday. I'm looking for it. Um, so I, I, I think that, that's kind of the main underpin. For me, because it's so hard to find. Now, I go to a church right now that I hear the gospel every Sunday. Uh, Adam does a great job. Uh, If you didn't know Christ before you walked in, there's no way you're going to miss, because he he lays it out every Sunday in his expository preaching, which is great. But yet you still go other places. Uh, Well, I went because my my daughter's looking for a place because she's so far away. And, and I have gone to numerous ones. I'm very happy with this church. Do I agree with them on the sacraments? I, I really don't. Okay, but here's the thing. I don't have to agree with every little thing, but I do have to agree 100%. And there's no give on this on the gospel itself being presented and properly Uh, and the forgiveness of sins, which I think is extremely important. Okay, I'll wrap it up. That's a big one. That's a big one. Well, we don't want to go too far over our time, but hey, you guys, thanks so much. Check out some new churches. And uh, if not, rock and roll. And let let us know what what you think. Exactly. We'd love to hear. Love you guys. Have a great week. Yeah, you are loved. Peace.